WWF After Hours. I said give me the hell yeah! supposed to be a spectacular evening of talking about tomorrow's immortal six however apparently uh blog talk has decided hey we're going to change the chat program on you and so we're all kind of trying to f- stumbling and fumbling to try to figure that one out uh i know you guys probably will have this some of you will have issues with it and uh i'm sorry not much i can do about it hopefully we can all get it worked out and maybe they'll get some bugs worked out of it by next week fingers crossed <laughs> Let's bring on my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. He is the one and the only. Vacant, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, muchacho. I see your chat has sucked a pinga. It does. It sucks a pinga. 
I don't know so, what to do, man. This is this is craziness. I, I it is. It, they it, you know well I did know I, I was warned ahead of time that uh, Blog Talk would be no longer supporting the chat that they were using. Uh, but it, however, it was not supposed to change this soon. I don't believe it was supposed to change for at least another month. Uh, and I guess they decided just to throw it out there for everybody uh, sometime this week, apparently. So, yeah, I know, folks. And uh, so for some of you, I realize that you're logging in and it's showing your email address. Uh, try changing your username on your profile. Uh, if your username is your is your email, that's probably the problem. Uh, hopefully that fixes it, but I can't tell you. I don't, I can't, no idea. Uh, hopefully me or Susie will get a hold of Blog Talk this week and try to figure out what the hell is going on. And they picked a really bad weekend to do this, so, uh, but oh well. Life moves on as shall we. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Immortal 6, our biggest pay-per-view of the year, live from State Farm Stadium in Scottsdale, Arizona, the home of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, big ass stadium. Oh my gosh, it's going to be packed tomorrow. All vacant. Do you got enough taco trucks to cover everything? Oh, see, I have one for every door. Every door? Every door. Okay. Every entrance to oh. the building, there'd be truck. Oh boy. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot. Yep, 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 yep. I'm looking forward to that. So I can step out just pretty much anywhere and get uh, get me a chalupa from El Vacant's Taco Trucks. Awesome. All right. Well, actually, so so I have a big announcement for that. Okay, go ahead. Because this is the immortal pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. For a single fee of just twenty nine ninety nine, you can get the immortal taco pass for the day. Which means you can eat all the tacos you want. Wow. Very nice. Twenty nine ninety nine immortal tacos. Oh boy. I mean, hey. You brought you brought your well, I suppose you need your nephew here tonight for some support. Uh, I'm sure he's helping you prepare prepare for the big night tomorrow. Oh see, si, see, si, very much so, very much so. You know, he's also you know, he also uh brought up a, a nice little table. It's over there in the in the green room, you know, and he brought up a bunch of burritos and chalupas and you know. You know, just so we could feed the guests and, you know, stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Looking very much forward to it. All right. I need to focus on the show. I need to quit, stop worrying about the chat. So uh, so if I'm not paying attention to the chat, I'm sorry. I apologize. But uh, we got a big show to talk about. All right. Because tomorrow's, lineup, tomorrow's lineup for Immortal 6 is as follows. And it is very interesting, to say the least. The main event for the World Heavyweight Championship is the Paragon of Greatness versus Uncle Frank. Now, these two have fought before for the World Heavyweight Championship. When Paragon's last reign, he had to defend it twice against Uncle Frank uh, late late in 2017, early 2018. Both times, Frank was unsuccessful. However, now, it's the biggest stage in the world. It's Uncle Frank's chance. Can't will third time be a charm for Uncle Frank as he tries to unseat the Paragon of Greatness for that World Heavyweight Championship. Your quick thoughts on that, Elvagan. Uh, my thoughts on that, I think, you know, I think it should be a good match. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's not the match I expected, I'll say that. 
All right, fair enough, fair enough. It's not the match I expected either. Uh, but we're not done talking about those two. We'll get to that in a second. First of all, the Immortal Griffith to defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Great Red Dragon. So it's Mr. Oh, ego God, guy. Ego. Do, we, do we have enough ring for that much ego? I know. That's a, Well, yeah, I got news for you. There might be a bit more ego joining that, that, that conversation here in just a little bit. I'll get to that in just a little while. Uh, but the Immortal Griffith to defend against the Great Red Dragon at... A mortal national championship. Your ball, Blaze McCoy, defends against up a quick, a quick rising star here in REWF and Pennywise, uh, little midget clown, uh, scary little guy to tell you the truth. But your boy Blaze McCoy says he can handle him. Your quick thoughts on that? Uh, uh, you know, as always, you know, I'm going to throw my sombrero in the ring for uh, for Blaze. He need, he yep, needs to, he needs to get he needs to get you know some wins under his belt. I need him to get to like up in the ranks because I already know what happens if he wins like one of the major titles. Oh, uh-huh. I, I it's the blazing yeah. burrito. <laughs> you want you want a blazing burrito? Well, you can't See. give it to him now. I mean, national I mean, I guess title. I that's nothing. That's nothing. I mean, I usually only that, give you know? it for like the 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 men's, the world, and the the platinum. And actually, I don't really give it to Platinum because I'm not giving Ego Man a, a food. All right. Okay. You're not going to give you're, you're not going to give Griffith some. Okay. You're not gonna, all right. Well, I mean, I guess technically he'll say that the tacos are on him, but. Uh, all right. So here's the big here's the, here's some big news: the men's championship on the line. It will be the Paragon of Greatness versus Uncle Frank. Yes, no, I no, I did not skip back. You are not hearing this on a loop. Paragon of Greatness will defend the men's championship against Uncle Frank as well, who won the Arsehole of the Month uh, tournament. So we get two, not one, but two Paragon of Greatness Uncle Frank matches at Immortal 6 tomorrow. Uh, so with that being said, L. Vacant, uh, I mean, this is... Uh, an interesting situation. It's not like it's never happened before where we've had two people going at it for two different titles, but we're talking about the main event of Immortal, and then they have to, uh, they're going to have to wrestle each other for the men's championship, and then at the end of the night, go back and do it again for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, an odd situation. Please, please tell me you space those matches out. Well, I have a feeling the per, the, the men's championship is going to have to be the opening match, and then the world heavyweight we're going to have bookends on the end of the card. Uh, See, I, I um, think I think that's the only way you you get a, a good uh, main event. Yeah, I, I I have to agree, but still, that is an odd situation to say the least. Estrogen title on the line: two RAWF Hall of Famers, Davila. And Raven, Davila will defend against Raven tomorrow night. She won the Biatch of the Month a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Uncle Frank, a very busy night as he will also defend his Fubar City Championship against Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon. Midnight Hobo Championship, Mistress to defend against Hobo Ezekiel. Triple Crown Championship, Brunette Strangler, who also has a busy night tomorrow. Uh, will defend the Triple Crown Championship against Luigi Mario and Hall of Famer Killer Neptune. Paragon of Greatness, another another match for him, uh, will defend the multimedia title against Tigress. Powerball Championship, Killer Neptune to defend against Sweet Haven Slasher. 
Tag Team Championship on the line. And Oil Money will defend against Dungeons and Dragons, the team of Paracon and Nas Boogie. So a rematch, if you will, from uh, from unyielding this time. It's a rubber match, if you will. Oil Money looking to defend against the former champions, Dungeons and Dragons. Extreme Challenge Championship will be up for grabs. Brunette Strangler taking on Revy Gibson. And then Brew will also defend her White Lightning Championship against Alistair Feeton. Anyway, I read too quickly. All right. Shoot. All right. I tell you what. Here we go. All right. Where are we going? Hobo Ezekiel defend the Grand Slam Baseball Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. He's a very busy guy. Champions Choice Championship, simply the best defense against Davila and a 200% health attack moves only, no defense, no bot match. Parking lot, and then we get into the, the challenge matches, the specialty matches. Parking lot brawl, Anton Dare taking on Moxie. Uh, Anton Dare taking on Moxie in a parking lot brawl. Uh, Judgment, his final match here in RAWF. Judgment will take on Salik and his final match. Fubar City Street Fight, two of Paris Fubar City Street Fights. Aggie to take on Luigi Mario. Evil Angel Page to take on Damia, the Mistress of Pain. Uh, in a bow-down brouhaha. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a bow-down brouhaha. It will be Luke Hero for Hire taking on the Count of Manifesto. The loser has to bow down to the winner. In a leash match, it is War Dog Alpha versus Kathy Joe. And then in, in the undercard so far, we've got the Agent of Hate taking on the Crow Mark Caliber. Teflon Sheik taking on Money Stew in a high-rankings match. And Bubs to take on Peanut. So, <sighs> all right. So, apologize once again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm distracted because of everything that's going on. Uh, with the new chat and whatnot, so I will try to uh, get myself together here. But let's talk to, first of all, before we get to any, everything else, tomorrow also, ladies and gentlemen, at Unyielding, or I'm sorry, Immortal, boy, at Immortal 6 tomorrow, we will have the announcement of the new class of the RAWF Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame committee has made their decision. And there will be, and and so five people will be announced tomorrow to be going into the RAWF Hall of Fame. And of course, we all. I'd like to thank everyone who voted for me in advance. Um, It's very humbling to be, you know, a member of the Hall of Fame, being that I've only been here for a few, you know, about a year. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Well, you, you don't know for sure if the, you don't know that you got in. You you, you don't. You, anyways, uh. I'm the most decorated champion in the world. How would I not get in? Well, I mean, this is true, but at the same time, you never wrestle. I'm I wrestle saying. sometimes. Okay, very rarely. At anywho, I'm going to make an attempt here to see if I can actually post a link in the chat. This will be interesting. 
And if it's quick, I don't even know if it's clickable. You may have to copy and paste it. Yeah, you can at least copy and paste it. You can't click. It's not a clickable link. So, all right. And this, yeah, okay. This is going to be a lot of fun. I have a feeling we're going to have some issues about this. All right. So, with that being said, let's bring on R.A.W.F. High Voltage Invitational GM. She is the one and only. jumping the gun earlier when I was announcing the, the matches. Uh, I didn't mean to do that, but again, distracted and all these distractions going on right now, so I do apologize. But why don't you go ahead and repeat what I said and who won the High Voltage Invitational? Um, Alistair Fien actually won, and this was the highest score I've seen in the three seasons I've done. He had the highest score. Nice. So he, he it seems it, like he's it really shows determined. That if you talk, yes, if you talk, you can win. Because he didn't win all, all his right. matches. He got most of it from talking. Hmm. Okay. Let's see, we've got, I can give you three people that are definitely in for next season. And that is Rednick Avenger, who was not far behind Alistair. And we've got Luke Hero for Hire and Paragon of Greatness. Uh, Luke Hero for Hire is another one that made it on Trash Talk. Mm. Okay. okay. Using awesome. the cage and talking and. All right. Awesome. Very awesome. And that, so, if yeah. you all want to learn how to win the High Voltage Invitational, look at what Alistair Fiend just pulled off. Just saying. What were you saying? What were you saying? She was going to say hello to me, oh, you, you know, because you know, I'm over here. Hi. Oh, wait, I have something for you in just a moment, darling. Ooh, you can oh. make it up to me by fighting with me tomorrow. Wait, okay? Wait, me? I have to do no, what? I'm talking to LA because you oh. screwed up. Fight with me tomorrow. But I, I don't have a match. Okay, well, oh, well, well, hold on a second. How did you know that I no longer Because, ha- okay, I, I was supposed to have two matches at Immortal tomorrow. I'm going to explain something here before we get this. I was supposed to have two matches at Immortal tomorrow. 
One against Joe Boo, who is now injured. Uh, He got himself injured and will not be able to compete tomorrow at Immortal Six. And then another against Draven, who forfeited the match, said he didn't want to fight me. Uh, He didn't want to lose his pudding. So he he said, please don't take my pudding, L.A. I won't fight you tomorrow. I'll just give me a normal Um, match. So uh, I I saw him uh, the other day. Um, what do you mean you saw him? You know, and it's not—it's not particularly abnormal to see him in straitjacket, but it was a little more abnormal to see two very large men dragging him into backup truck while in straitjacket. Oh, I, they were wearing like all white. They had this sort of logo. I think it said Arkham. I'm not sure. I, I, I okay. I, I may have had Draven committed to committed to a mental asylum. Um, because, you know, he's, I, I, he, 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 I mean, he tried to clean my house. He broke into my house and tried cleaning it. And then he comes on here and, <sighs> so I didn't think I was going to have to. So Coogs, why do you want to wrestle me? I, I mean, why not? Okay, fine, fine. Tomorrow at Immortal, I will, I will, I will wrestle you. Not a problem. We'll have a match. That's all, right? Just a regular match? Now for vacant. Yeah, just a regular match. I won't take you there or anything. Mr. Vacant, the most decorated champion does not mean the guy running around in Christmas lights, pinatas, and sombreros. I do not wear Christmas lights. I can't say anything about the others. (laughs) (laughs) So you do wear pinatas and sombreros I mean I certainly Look I I keep telling him I want to have a pinata on the pole match He won't let me do it Why not? I don't know That would be fun Haven't you had a pinata on a pole match? No we were supposed to And then you turned it into a normal match Oh who was it supposed to be against? Uh, who was that against? That was against... Oh, I forget. What the... Uh, Ryo, I think. Oh. Okay. Well, I've forgotten about that. <sighs> we'll have to work on that. A piñata on a pole match sounds fun. It does. All right. I tell you what. I promise you... Sometime in the next couple months, a pinata on a pole match. Just for you, Elvacan. All right? See, so you remember when you do it, you, you would take the pinata and you stuff it full of, like, all kinds of fun weapons for the ring so that when you finally get the pinata open, they stump out into the ring. So you get, like, brass knuckles and, like, nunchucks and all kinds of fun stuff. A bag of tacks. All kinds of good goodies. All right. Okay, I'm sure. I'm sure to a lot of people that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, the best one is that there comes, I, there's a little bag in there, and it's got the lighter fluid and a lighter. <laughs> oh God! Well, we did invent it in so, Tijuana. Please, nobody hide my Excedrin tonight because I've already need taken my. I already need. Over, I'm gonna overdose on it tonight. I just know I am. <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring on our ultimate gauntlet GM, 
I tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll save his music for when he comes on as the actual wrestler, uh, the actual competitor. But Paragon of Greatness, our Ultimate Gauntlet GM, are you there? Uh, I I am, but I wouldn't be surprised with how today was going if I just randomly disappeared out of out of thin air. Like may, maybe you can scramble to put together an entire immortal card at the last minute, since you have to struggle to put together a whole blog talk thing here at the last minute. That'd be fun, right? Thanks, Paragon, for the support. Just, what's going on in the Ultimate Gauntlet? Well, um, actually, with the Ultimate Gauntlet, we've got ourselves uh, somebody who is currently on a hot streak run. Uh, Hot Cheese has defeated three consecutive opponents and is getting ready to have their fourth match set. Um, Technically speaking, Nick, could finish tonight if she beats two opponents overnight. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I think we'll just count on there not being an ultimate gauntlet uh, title match tomorrow. Uh, So, with that being said, you know, it could happen next week on Superstars. Uh, So, awesome. Thank you very much. Three three is the second longest run anybody's had since this relaunched um, gauntlet. So congratulations one way or another to Hot Cheese. And Hot Cheese hasn't been making a lot of noise as of late in the title picture, so it'd be nice to see her get a title shot uh, in R.A.W.F. So go Hot Cheese. I I like cheese. On my nachos, it's lovely. You put some hot cheese, some jalapenos, maybe a little tomatoes, some guacamole and sour cream. What? Mm. That, Thanks. Not, is that not what we're talking about? No, but it, you just made me hungry on top of everything else that I'm already. Uh, one, one. Right. Burritos. Bring in the burritos. All right. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I have your updated RAWF rankings. Now, this is only, I was only able to rank one additional match from last week. Uh, Rounds matches seven and eight were both still un- incomplete for some people, so this is only a one match difference from last week. But uh, amazing how it uh, it can change a little bit, at least a little bit. Some people went up quite a bit, some people came down a bit. Uh, number 25 is Tigress, at number 24, Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon, at number 23, an RWF newcomer, Wild Storm. Uh, storm, definitely causing a storm. At number 22, the lovely Cougar coming in at number 22. At number 21, Luigi Mario. At number 20, Damia, Mistress of Pain. At number 19, now, I, I hate to, I don't, I'm not sure what his name is. It says Ghost, and Ghost in some places, or T in others. So I'll just call him Ghost here coming in at number 19, just returning to R.A.W.F. after a hiatus. At number 18, double O Buck shot. Shout out to Buck. Have belated happy birthday, sir. At number 17, John Taylor. At number 16, Anton Dare. At number 15, Alistair Fiend. At number 14, Jejul Skull Ripper. At number 13, Knox Boogie. At number 12, reigning Triple Crown and White Lightning Champion, the Brunette Strangler. At number 11 is Pennywise. 
At number 10, Luke Hero for Hire. At number 9, Hall of Famer Money Sue, followed by at number 8, another Hall of Famer in our Powerball and Ultimate Gauntlet Champion, Killing Neptune. At number 7, Just JT. At number 6, Dead. At number 5, Fubar City Champion, Uncle Frank. At number 4, your Grand Slam Baseball Champion, Hobo Ezekiel. At number 3, the Teflon Sheik. At number 2, reigning world men's and multimedia champion, the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, but sitting at number one, and with a bullet, I might add, with a, I mean, he is just—he has just been throwing opponents aside like they were paperweights, uh, light paperweights. Is that is the Great Red Dragon sitting at number one right now? So that is just six out of the ten matches, ladies and gentlemen. Next week should have hopefully uh, eight or nine. All right, so that is your updated ranking, 6 out of the 10 in this period. All right. Well, it's going to be an interesting evening, ladies and gentlemen. I think I'm going to start tonight with our reigning Platinum Dragon champion. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious. make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your reigning Platinum Dragon Champion, the Immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. And hello, 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 sir. Griffith, we are less than 24 hours away from From my pay-per-view. Yes, I was going to say, to what you refer to as your pay-per-view, the 6th Annual Immortal Pay-Per-View. And uh, by the way, folks, just to mention that we will be live here on Blog Talk Radio despite the chat issues tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully, if you all can't get in and chat, you can at least listen because we will have big announcements for the Hall of Fame and the start of the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Uh, but Griffith, defending the, the, the Platinum Dragon Championship, the heart and soul of RAWF against... A dragon, the great red dragon, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, one of the most boisterous animated characters we've ever had here in R.A.W.F. And right now, it seems like he is red hot. Uh, number one in the current rankings, he is on fire. He is, this, he is just tearing it up on his path to immortal. 
Now, you faced a lot of the legendary figures here in RAWF. We're talking about Paragon of Greatness, Killer Neptune, the list goes on. What makes Dra- any concern with the Great Red Dragon? Is he is he unpredictable? Too unpredictable for even you? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say he's unpredictable at all. Actually, I think he's he's a solid wrestler. He he's got good good mat work. He's you know he's very strong, which helps him a lot. You know, he throws people around that ring like almost. You know, the only other person I've seen be able to just manhandle people the way he does is Frank of all people. You know, so that says something. But you know, look, I mean, I mean, good for him. I'm really happy that he's on the tear that he's at because he he needs to get as far ahead of a jump as he can in the rankings, so that when he loses to me at Immortal, he still is in the top two, so we get to shot at the other belt. And I mean, and it's he certainly earned his way last period to get that shot at, at the Platinum Dragon, and it seems like he's continuing that momentum. He's been on a two month tear. Uh, I, mean, I agree. He's been doing very well. And it's a shame you know, that he's going to run into the immortal wall. Well, we all know when it comes to the Platinum Dragon Championship, you are basically a wall. Uh, it took another Hall of Famer, another R.A.W.F. legend, if you will, in the Paragon of Greatness, to take that away from you. And that was only for a month. You got it back fairly quickly. But, yes. You know... The dragon, I mean, he's almost, I would, I'd like to say, he's almost different than any of any or opponent you've ever faced, just because, how do you say, not only can he wrestle you, wrestle you, wrestle you he can talk your ear off. That is true. He, he does have a mouth on him. <laughs> I mean... I'm just saying. He's got. I mean, the fun. upside, the upside of having a match with him is he's getting a ring, and at some point, I don't know when, but at some point, he will feel like he has the upper hand, and he will look out to the crowd, and he'll give one of his patented how you doings, and then like half the shirts in the front row will go up. True. True. Very true. I mean, he that's is, he... that's a bonus. <laughs> Um, do you prepare, are you preparing for him any differently than you would say Paragon or, you know, any other legend? Actually, I, you know, and, and hopefully he understands, he takes this for what it means, but, uh, I'm preparing for him exactly how I prepare for Paragon. He's exact, you're, you're preparing for him exactly? Not, not that he is the same exact wrestler, but I'm going to the same level of preparation that I did whenever I faced Paragon. So what you're saying is you're not going to underestimate him like you would know, underestimate him in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Certainly not. Certainly not. All I mean, right. Look, like you said, he's been on a two-month tear. He's, th- he's throwing people. He's throwing people around that ring like they're not there. I'd be stupid to overlook that. And I'm a lot of things, but I am not stupid. All right. Well, Griff, I mean, you have, I would say you have an advantage over, say, Paragon as far as tomorrow's success rate. You only have one match, one match to focus on, whether Paragon has has his usual four or five. Uh, You used to have that kind of schedule on paper. Do you miss that or do you much prefer uh, being able to focus on just one opponent? I made a a very specific... um, 
decision the last time I was bellless, which is a while ago now. Um, and that decision was is that I was drawing myself too thin. I was spreading myself out trying to prove something. And I, I mean, I'm not even sure to who, probably to myself. But, you know, where I was doing the whole, okay, I've got five belts, I've got six belts. You know, you know try, you're basically constantly trying to get that next record in the books. Um, but I, I just stretched myself too thin, and, and we saw what happened after after a while. It just it caught up to me, um, and, you know, and, and I lost all five belts in like a month and a half. Um, you know, and that was that was pretty. I don't want to say humbling because I'm not sure that that qualifies, um, but it, it definitely it was a blow, and I basically made the decision that there I was going to go after one belt and only one belt. And when I made that decision, I realized there was only one belt that I wanted, and it's the one I now have. Um, and ever since, you know, and I've told myself I'm not actively going after any other belts. I'm not, you know, I'm not chasing after people. I mean, you haven't heard me challenge one person in the last year, have you? No. No, you basically kept yourself as far as challenging others for belts. Uh, you've kept that, you know, the Platinum Dragon Championship has been your main focus over the last year. Yes. And as I said, it was a very, you know, and I don't, Look, I more power to Paragon if he if he can keep that up and not and not get drunk you know drunk thin and you know <laughs> drunk thin Paragon <laughs> that's funny um, but uh, no if, I mean if he can keep that up good good for him you know if that's if that's who he is and who he wants to be um, yay but I've got All one right, job well. I've got one job only and that's to be the heart and soul of this company. All right. Well, let's bring on your opponent tomorrow at Immortal Six. He is the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. He is the one, the only, the man who needs no intro music, just needs to be told. Caller, you are on the air. Good. Inhale. Evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the great Red Dragon. How you doing tonight, Lord Amadeus? See, I actually enunciated tonight. I got your name right. Shocker. How you doing? Yes, you did. How uh, you doing, Dragon? Uh, actually, you are- actually I'm a, I have to correct you because you called him Lord Amadeus. That is, that is, that is Los Angeles. Well, no. yeah. Well, I can't spell, I can't pronounce the biggest word city name in uh, the United States. Right? I can't say Los Angeles, you know, the shortened form, but I can't say the whole thing, you know. Los Hopeless, whatever. I can't. You give it a try. I can't pronounce it. It's like, what, 127 uh, letters or something like that? You go for it. Right. I can't. Back on topic. Back on topic. Dragon. Tomorrow yeah. night, the biggest, the, biggest ma- the biggest match of your R.A.W.F. career tomorrow at Immortal 6. You're going after the Platinum Dragon Championship, what many consider the heart and soul of this company, the title that means um, so much because it represents a person we, we fondly remember and was, has a lot of influence here in R.A.W.F. Uh, during his brief stay. I mean, Dragon... The talk is almost done. What everything you everything you said, you've got everything you've put. Uh, you've got it's time to put up or shut up tomorrow at Immortal Six against an absolute legend in the Immortal Griffith. But wait, put up or shut up? You mean I got a uh, I got a cape, babe, that I can't talk like Uncle Frank? 
Is that what you just said? I mean, we all know he talks our ears off in the back. I mean, geez, but fuck. I mean, I got to do that now? But but that doesn't count. He uses a speaking spell. Well, no, he doesn't. He just does that to you because you bought into it. He could talk just fine. Don't lose me like you, but it's okay. That's my best Uncle Frank impression. I bet anybody, nobody could do any better. But, yeah, let's get into it. I hope that you don't make me have to do this all game. But that's okay. Uh, yeah, put up or shut up, you know. I don't really think of it like that. You know, uh, as you see, I've got my, uh, recipes armband for Xanther. Miss you, buddy. I uh, can't wait to see it, but I'm not rushing. But, uh, uh, as you can see, it's on here. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, I had it made of the finest silk in the world. It was actually, uh, the same seamstress who, uh, did uh, Xanther's ring gear. Made a little piece out of it for me from leftover portions from uh, his ring gear. I hope you guys like it. Uh, yeah, it has a little couple little stains on there. Don't ask. But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, getting prepared tonight, of course, this whole experience has been a growing, growing one. It really has. Uh, going from being challenged to as a nobody and just saying, you know what, I'm going to turn my cap this way and I'm going to show everybody exactly who the legend actually is in R.A.W.F. I've been gone for so long, you know, no apologies for being hurt, none whatsoever. I was just going to come in, entertain like only I ever can. And then people just had to go and say, well, he's he's nothing. He's worthless. You lit a fire under my ass, folks. Uh, just a couple of you there. You know, you know who you are. And now you're dealing with me. And not only for Xanther, I'm going in this for me. You know, I'm doing this to prove everybody that I still have it. I am still the true living legend, the great red dragon. And I come in with respect, but I'm going to kick his ass up that up one side of the arena and down the other. You know, he, you know, he hasn't been here. Griffin hasn't. I know you're listening. You haven't been here for a while, and... Saying you're going to be the greatest, you're going to prove everything. But, you know, I'm number one on the rankings. And uh, even if I lose tomorrow, which is fine if I do, it's going to suck. You still won't be in the top 100. I mean, you know, hey. Um, you know. Let's be clear there, son. Well, okay. All I am right. the greatest competitor this company has ever seen, and the record books prove it. Well, that's great for stats, you know. You know, you want to pump up your stats. That's great. That's cool. You know, when you don't have real competition around, I mean, shit. Yes, because because Paragon of Greatness isn't real competition. Because and- Mordred Nightwalker <laughs> isn't real competition. Because, yeah, like, the list goes on exactly. and on. You name the greats exactly. and I have beaten them. Well, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's been a couple of us around, but, you know, yeah, we haven't. You, we, you well, and I haven't met up you know, in the ring. Gentlemen, 
We're going to get it. Gentlemen. Yes. Gentlemen, I mentioned a couple weeks ago here on this program that I thought this match was so highly, you know, so highly profiled and possibly quite contentious that it needed a special guest referee. And uh, I have such referee here. So if you gentlemen would allow me to introduce R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, the one and only. What the... Welcome back, and uh, you, I talked to you about doing this uh, a few weeks ago. You agreed to it. You will be the special guest referee for the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow Tomorrow at Immortal. Why would you want to put yourself in this match? Wait a minute. Hang on for a second, L.A. One second. Okay. Okay. Do you smell it? It's in the air. It's Immortal. It's the immortal time of year. And no, I'm not talking about you, Griff, although you smell wonderful. Thank you very much. All right. I try. The time of the year. The time of the year where the Panther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament is about to take place. And why would I want to put myself in this match, L.A.? Why, you ask? (laughs) It's it's simple. It's, it's, It's simple. As you've stated many times over, Platinum Dragon Wrestling. Plat- oh, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. I'm just all over the place here. I'm so pumped up. <sighs> that Platinum Dragon Wrestling Championship that Griff holds is the heart and soul of R.A.W.F. And that belt, it represents a soul, a pure soul that touched this company touched our lives all around so much so that we honor him every year this title represents all that is good and right in R.A.W.F why would I want to be involved with this? how could I not be L.A.? seriously this, this title means everything to this company I would almost put it above the World Heavyweight Championship of R.A.W.F. in prestige because of what it represents and who it represents. So, I'm going to tell both of you, Dragon and Griff, both of you, I respect both of you, you know that. But I'm going to call this right down the middle. And I'm, and I'm going to see a victor come out one way or the other. And whoever, whoever is victorious, I don't, even have to, I don't even have to say a word to the victor. Because that title will say it all. Simple as that. 
So, gentlemen, <laughs> Griffith, first of all, your reaction to having Shifty as the special guest referee? I'm going to say this as plainly as humanly possible. Shifty, we've been friends. We've been enemies. As far as I know, we're good right now. But you've also stabbed me in the back in the past. If you pull anything in this match, I will feed you that freaking nose on your face. And I'm not talking about the red one. Griff, I say this um, with the with the most amount of respect I can I can keep without um, getting a little angry right now. The fact that you would even consider that I would try and tarnish this kind of a title match with this belt, you know, you and I may have had it. We may have had our issues, you know, and we're good right now, like you said. But we've fought wars over this title. But it's all been about respect. I respect this title too much to do anything to tarnish this kind of a match. So you don't have to worry about me. All you have to do is worry about that guy right over there. You know, Mr. Great Red Dragon. Hey, how you, you doing? Guys, I am just going to be, a, I, I, I just want to be the seven foot tall clowny wildflower that's ready to count the three or, get, uh, or accept the submission. Anything beyond that? I'm out of the way. Dragon, your reaction to Shifty being guest referee? My God, how apropos and suiting is this that Shifty will return for the biggest match, the title that everybody's actually going to be watching. Oh, my gosh, because, you know, Boring Paragon is not going to be the one everybody wants to pay to see. It is the Immortal One Griffith and the Great Red Dragon for the biggest, best belt, the most important belt of this pay-per-view. My gosh, that echo is real. The Platinum Dragon Championship. Oh. I, oh, oh man, Shifty, we might have to do a dance. All right. Well, Shifty, it seems like it seems like both competitors are at least uh, okay with it. Uh, Dragon seems pretty happy. Griff a little bit cautious, yep. but not not over so. So good. I'm starting awesome. to think we need to change the name of the pay per view though to Dragons Are Us. We got in the ring. We got a dragon tattoo. We've got a dragon clown. We've got a red dragon. I mean, for a dragon belt. All we need is a drag queen and we're good to go. Judge, are you around? Never mind. No, anyway, I, no, uh, no I, he got pulled away to the in the in the with the straight jacket. I was waiting for the rim shot, but I was afraid of squish noises. All right. So gentlemen, good luck tomorrow. It will be the Immortal Griffith versus the Great Red Dragon Platinum Dragon Championship on the line. Good luck to you both. Now I turn back to Shifty. You're welcome. Shifty, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Yes, Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the sixth annual Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament will begin. As of right now, we have 137 competitors, including yourself. Uh, you have competed in every Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, possibly one of the only people to compete in all of them. Uh, how much does that tournament mean to you? 
Go ahead and tell everybody oh, you went, you know. It means everything. I, I I train all year for two things. If I'm an active competitor, which I haven't been recently in RAWF, I train for two things. I train for the Platinum Dragon Wrestling uh, Platinum Xander the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament every single year. And if I'm an active competitor in RAWF and I'm a singles competitor, I train to go after the Platinum Dragon Championship. And I am not an active competitor in RAWF right now. So this, this is the only thing that I've trained for. This is what I have my sights set on. This tournament honors the memory of my very, very best friend, a man I call family. Xanthus the Platinum Dragon. I, I, I fight to get into this tournament. I, I, I will fight my damnedest in every single match in this tournament for the on for just just to honor his memory. I don't care if I win. Oh my God! If I if I ever win, you will see the biggest party this this that the WU has ever fucking seen. Holy sheep shit! If that's the case, but I fight only for this tournament. This is what I fight for every single year. It is the most important thing. And the most important tournament, my every single year, it's what I strive for, what I train for, what I focus all of my energy towards. So anybody who gets in my way in the plat, Xanthus the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, had better be watching out because this is a drunken dragon clown buzzsaw coming right at you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer Shifty the Drunken Dragon come looking very much forward to his sixth annual Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament and, of course, being special guest referee in the title match for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Shifty, thank you very much. Uh, and stick around. We'll probably, who knows what's going to I have a feeling we're going to be extending this show tonight because we got a lot of people uh, called in tonight. So... Uh, I bear will try to stick around, but you know, uh, with a the dragonling flying around, I tell you what, it's, it's a lot it's rougher than you think. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Well, stick around if you can. If not, uh, good luck to you in the in the in the tournament, and uh, you know, I'm sure you'll be an awesome referee. All right. Oh yes, I'll do, I'll do my very best. <laughs> and. Uh, El Vacant, I believe El Vacant will will give you a chalupa on the way out if you leave. Anywho. All I right. like chalupas. I know you do. All right. From one REWF Hall of Famer, ladies and gentlemen, we take you to another. She is the one and only.
gentlemen, it is Bubs joining us now. Good evening, Bubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hello, hello. Hola, Hola muy lady. Hola, Jose, ¿cómo está? Oh, sí, sí. You know, I did me bueno, now that you're here, though. You know, I was here. I had to be here with, you know, you know, Los Angeles with, you know, with the, and, and, and the dragon. It was just like sausage fest. Well, but, you know, the the cougar lady was here. Sí, sí. She doesn't sit on my lap. She's still here. Oh, well, you know what? Tonight I will sit on your lap because it's it's you don't have to share. So hold on. <clears throat> Are you comfy now? Oh, see, sí, see, sí, very, very good. Okay. All right. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like that? Why? Why? With the, what's with the attitude? You've got a very, you've got a top-notch opponent tomorrow in the biggest pay-per-view of the year. I don't, I don't understand what the problem is. Top-notch opponent. Absolutely. <laughs> this me ma- the in the your undercard. Well, you have me facing an undercard member. He's still, he's still, he's, I mean, what can I say? He's in the top 25 all the time. He's, he's fought, you know, it's, he's a tough little nut. <laughs> to be cracked. And then, come next month, at anniversary, I've got a little surprise for you, Blondie. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, surprise for me around you make, you make me. You make me face that little nut tomorrow. <laughs> you, I think I'm gonna somehow arrange it, and I'll face you next next month at anniversary. Oh, Bubs. We'll talk about this. Don't later, uh, you do. Kissy, I have a present for you. Well, I bought you a present too. Here's some Excedrin because I know you're going to need it. But Shifty, you know, hey, hey, Bubs, do, do you I, remember last I week you a before I gave? Remember, remember last week after, before I gave you the match with Peanut, you, I told you, you you couldn't complain. That didn't that didn't I work out for you. Did. I just said if you're going to make me face him, I'm going to face you. That I was not complaining. I was just bartering. There's a difference. Mm. Okay, bartering. It doesn't sound like you're bartering, because usually bartering means I have a choice in the matter. Mm, well. Mm. well, you do. <laughs> ah, we'll figure out what the hell you're talking about at a later time, Bubs, but Let's talk about Peanut for a moment. I mean, it, it's a big, it's it's still immortal. You're still an REWF Hall of Famer. It's still the biggest pay per view of the year. Surely, uh, you can get psyched up for a match against Peanut. I'm just gonna demolish him. I'm just gonna demolish. I'm going in the ring with a mindset. I'm going to kill him, and then I'm going to go back to the back and have fun. With the rest of the RAWF roster, that matters. 
All right. Well, Bubs, good luck to you. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about besides besides Immortal and Facing Me and all that? Uh, not that I can think of at the moment, but I'm wanting to give. I got a gift for. All right. Well then, uh, good luck to you tomorrow. Oops. And I'm sure you'll be around tomorrow. We announce the new class of the twenty of the RAWF Hall of Fame. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yes. Yes, I will be here. That was Hall of Famer, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, Bubs. We now turn to, uh, yeah, I guess I got to bring her on too, since it's her, it's her sister, and I'd get stabbed if I didn't. She is the one and only. Gentlemen, the newest member of Anarchy, and she with a big match tomorrow at Immortal. She is Evil Angel Paige. Good evening, Paige. Hi, LA. Hola, stabby lady. Sissy, sissy, calm down. It's okay. And you cannot face LA at the next pay per view. Because, see, Hair Inc. did exactly what I thought they were going to do, and they tucked their tails and ran like the little bitches they are when I put up the four-on-four. And said, Hmm. no, let's wait. That's okay, because they're going to need to wait when I'm done with what they think is their most dangerous, sadistic member. They ain't too sadistic (laughs) yet. See, right now, (laughs) all week, I've been at the asylum. Uh I've been training. Uh I've pulled out weapons that haven't been seen in quite some time that I will be bringing with me. You didn't see Draven there, did you? Never mind. Oh, I let... I released him, L.A. <laughs> All right, anywho, Paige, talk about Davia tomorrow. What you're going to do to her in that Fubar City street fight. I'm going to do what I do best. I'm going to leave her bloody and broken in the middle of the ring. And I only have one word of – I only have a few words of advice – when I do this, I don't want none of them coming crying to me like the little bitches they are because uh, I have no sympathy. I don't have a heart. I don't care. Wham. Suck it up. You stepped into the wrong ring with the wrong bitch. Because I'll tell you right now, hardcore, 
my world. Weapons? <laughs> you just don't know. See, I used to be one that would let my mouth write checks that I can't cash. And there's plenty of people around R.A.W.F. that can verify that. But this time, when my sights are set on you, I'm focused only on you. So tomorrow, I'll take Damina. Next one, bring your four. I've got my four. And it's going to be a match like nobody else has seen. Because you've got four of the most dangerous redheads in R.A.W.F. So I hope y'all are ready for what's about to happen tomorrow. L.A., again, I'm sorry for what's about to happen, and I hope you got extra ambulances on standby, as well as the fire department, because when I'm no, done with this not. bitch... When I'm done with this bitch, I'm lighting that ring on fire. Oh, boy. You know other people have to use that when you're done. <laughs> you know, LBK, that may be. But LA also knows when I'm this focused, somebody's dying. Somebody's mm-hmm. getting hurt. And he's just like, he's just he's just happy it's not him this time. Well, it is a Fubar City street fighter, so you could keep it technically in the street. Uh, just saying, of Arizona, of Phoenix, or Scott. Well, you don't you don't have then, to bring it in. You know, the limos and all of that will get set on fire, and there will be a lot of insurance claims. And like, keep it Uh-oh. to the ring on fire, city. I won't let you live on fire. Um, no, no, no. Are you, El Vacant, are your taco trucks insured? <laughs> oh, there's taco See? trucks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's How many did you say? Trucks. How many did you what say you have? Um, I mean, I have 20, but they won't all be there. L.A., that was uh-huh. not a good thing to mention because taco oh. trucks mean hot grease. Hot grease means more pain. I mean, don't hurt my trucks. <laughs> the, the the nephews get very um, what's the word they want to use? Shooty. If you were trying to hurt trucks. I, I was worried I was... about a gunshot wound. Do you see who oh, my I'm sorry. Did you is? say wound? No, no. <laughs> I think I think you misunderstand how many nephews there are. I would suggest, Bacon, that maybe um, you only put one truck in the area set up for the street fight. And when it's Paige's turn, you might want to just get your nephews out. I know. I, I, have, I have a solution. I will put a sign on outside the truck that says, no stabby ladies. That'll help. Did it ever stop well, me going over to the truck? 
Well, send the shooty we, link. We've been talking. You've been talking about Terror Inc. Page. It's time to bring on actual member of that group. And uh, it should be very interesting, to say the least. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only. Gentlemen, he is a member of Terror Inc. He is War Dog Alpha. Good evening, War Dog. Happy 420, everybody. <laughs> Happy 420. Yes, I do believe <laughs> you mentioned earlier earlier today that that was like your favorite day of the year for some reason. Why? Why is that? Real quick. I mean, that might be why we brought up all the food. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm hope you guys are stocked because I do have the munchies. It's it's cool. Um. No, um, 420 is my favorite, favorite day of the year because uh, celebrates my medicine, man. Celebrates uh, the greatest little plant that was ever created, cannabis. Wow, of course. What was I thinking? Why did I think <laughs> that it was anything else? But at anywho, War Dog, half happy 420. Let's talk about your match tomorrow at Immortal Terror Inc. Of course. Uh, called out anyone and anyone in R.A.W.F. The person that stepped up to you was Cassie Joe. Um, and uh, it was kind of an interesting talk. Let's talk about this leash match. Why a leash match in, against Cassie Joe? Me and Cassie Joe, we have uh, we we have history. We're stable mates. We've been tag team partners in other companies. Um, she is she's a tough one. She really is. Um, but I know Cassie's like me. I don't like to be restrained. Um, do not like rules, regulations. I mean, I know they're there. I know why they're there, but kind of just a natural rule breaker. Um, and to have her on a leash and control that match, that's going to be hell to her. It's also going to make a statement. Terror Inc. is here. We're not going nowhere. And as far as uh, uh, Angel Page, Jerrica Page, whatever she wants to call herself, (laughs) uh, she's nothing, man. Nothing to worry about. Uh, I'm not worried. Shit. If y'all want to add another match, I'll take her on. I don't care. 
I'm not scared. <laughs> she can bring all the weapons she wants to. The end's going to be the same. War dog standing over her, foot on her chest, hands raised. Wow. Some strong words there for a war dog alpha member of Terror Inc. So let's talk about because you are the first you are the first person to call in from Terror Inc. since they oh, formed God. a few weeks ago. Uh, let's talk about a couple members like the Teflon Sheik, uh, who seems to be one of the uh, I wouldn't say he's the the ringleader, but he's definitely one of the forefronts <clears throat> uh, in the rankings and whatnot, getting title matches. Tomorrow he takes on RAWF Hall of Famer Money Sue. Are there any of these matches that Terror Inc. They, between Terror Inc. like Age of the Hate versus uh, Mark Caliber and whatnot that you think Terror Inc. can't win? All of them. I have faith. And and my brothers and my sister, there is none of those matches they can't win. And why did you decide to to join up with the likes of the Sheik and Luke Hero for Hire and Joe Boo? What 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 was what was the idea behind that? The idea behind it was I actually went to uh, Joe Boo. I actually posted on the feed. Um, about how I would like to uh, go against the Brotherhood. I wanted like a little group to get together, and they messaged me, and they was like, hey, we, we may bring Terry Inc. to R.A.W.F., and would you like to be a member? Yeah. Um, they kind of explained to me their vision and what they're doing, and I think it's great. I mean, R.A.W.F. is, is the best company in WU. Um, I'll stand behind that statement. But the problem is, is that for a long time, it had seemed to just kind of go the same. All the same guys at the top spot. Now things are getting shaken up, and it's a good change. It's something that R.A.W.F. needs. They need new life breathed into them because without it, everything becomes mundane. As true as that is, very true. I have to agree with you on that one, that point, War Dog. Uh, and you believe Terror Inc. is the one to help continue that change? Oh, for sure. But it's not just Terror Inc. <clears throat> it's everyone on the roster. And when you have someone like Terror Inc., a group that comes in and they go, hey, we're the ones to beat, you have the whole roster. They take action. They want to go against the new, the new regime, I guess, uh, if that's what you want to call it. But groups like this breathe life into, into, into a company, and that's what we need. We need more engagement in WU. We need more people doing things to make WU the best place for wrestling in the world. No, I, I couldn't agree more, certainly. And uh, I have a feeling we are going to hear much more from Terror Inc. in the coming weeks. Uh, good luck to you against Cassie Joe tomorrow. What happens if you lose that match and she's the one dragging you around on a leash? Well, Me and Paige if, that happens, if that happens, which it won't, but if it does, I will graciously congratulate Cassie Joe. 
like I said, we're stable mates. We've known each other for a long time, and it's fun for me and her to be in matches together. She's won. I've won. It's going to be a great match. All right. Well, War Dog, certainly good luck to you tomorrow. Uh, tell everyone in Terror Inc. I said hi. And uh, sure will, you know, We will see you all tomorrow at Immortal, ladies and gentlemen. We will be live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio with its screwed up chat. <laughs> but uh, right now, we're going to take a quick song break. And when we return, we will be talking to the legendary Judgment. We'll be talking to the Razor. We'll be talking to Luigi. We'll be talking to the Paragon of Greatness. All this and much, much more when we return. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
Yo, 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 it's your boy Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Superman, the lunatic hick from the sticks, and well, 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 what do we have here? Well, you're tuned into Blaze Radio, that's B-L-A-I-S-E-D, mixing old school and new school in pro wrestling and gaming. It's AI controlled with furious, unadulterated commentary, kids. It's live, interactive, imaginary internet wrestling for your entertainment. It's all original characters, most of whom are in the chat in character. So sit back, relax, and let the AI take you for a ride with the gladiators of the combat kingdom on Leaning Towards Death Wrestling right here on the Blaze Radio Network as part of the Digital Wrestling Syndicate here on YouTube. Oh, but prepare yourself for some wit, wordplay, and wisecracks, idioms, idiots, and innuendo, Add a side of sarcasm. And this is LTD. I'm the Blaze. And he's the radio. Radio Rex Rapulski. So keep it real and get reeled in. Hook, line, and sinker. Stay tuned. Somebody's about to get blazed. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus. This is L. Vacant. Tomorrow night, our biggest pay-per-view ever here in R.A.W.F. It is Immortal Six, live from the State Farm Stadium in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, we've been talking about it for weeks now, but now it's just it's just a few short hours away, L. Vacant. Are you prepared for, for tomorrow's Immortal? I mean, now that I'm worried about my taco trucks, maybe not so much. <laughs> you might, maybe some armor plate. Maybe there's a 24-hour armor plating. Um, I'm thinking like sandbags, maybe some machine gun nests. <laughs> some barbed wire, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. No, they would use know. that. They, yeah, you got a point. They probably use the sandbags, too, for that matter. Mm, fair, uh, fair point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling you're going to have to beef up security in the taco trucks. So I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Somebody I know is also looking forward to Immortal tomorrow. He has two huge matches. He is the one and only. Gentlemen, Luigi Mario now joining us here on After Hours. Good evening, Luigi. Good evening. Ah, are you ready for tomorrow's Immortal? You have two big matches yourself. Uh, one, of course, for the Triple Crown Championship, taking on Brunette Strangler and Killa Neptune. And then, of course, the other one against a member of... Oh no, I'm sorry, not against a member of Terror Inc. Against Aggie the Clown, uh, a Fubar City street fight. First of first of all, which one of those matches are you looking forward to most? Shockingly, I'm actually looking forward for, uh with the uh Fubar City street fight with Aggie. Alright. Why why so? Why are you looking forward to that for more? Well, because it's a long time brewing. Uh, it's a match that was in the making for a while, and 
since it's a Kumarte uh, street fight. I mean, I'm going to do what I have to do to take him out, and that's what I'm going to do. All right, and, and you know, Angie, of course, he's been in our, he's been in and out of RWF for several years. He kind of, he kind of goes on, he, he kind of goes, he disappears, then he comes back, then he disappears, and he comes back. But he always has some sort of plan in mind. Are you worried at all that Aggie has some sort of nefarious plan in mind for you at the in that Food City Street fight? Nope, I'm not worried at all. Because what I said last week. It won't change where he has planned. It won't change the fact that I'm going to make him disappear. And hopefully it's for good. Because if he doesn't, when she comes back again, I'll still be here. All right. Well, that's a good plan, Luigi. Uh, good luck to you. But then, of course, we've got the Triple Crown Championship. Uh, it's been a while. You know, it'll be your first major title win were you to pull it off against Brunette Strangler and Killer Neptune. Which one of those were either? Which one of those two were you more, Killa or Brew? Well, me and Killa have been going at for a long time. We're rivals, we're friendly rivals. But he is pretty tough. But the one that is really uh, tough, and I'm worried about her, is Brunette Strangler. You're worried more about Brunette Strangler than you are Killa Neptune. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, because we know Brew, she is extremely tough. She came into R.A.W.F. focused. She now has three big matches, two titles, uh, and possibly a third tomorrow if she retains the other two. So I agree with you. Brew may be the more dangerous, but Killa, he's no stranger uh, to R.A.W.F. He is a Hall of Famer. So, you know, you want to be careful of the fish as well. Yeah, I'll I'll think uh, I'll uh, keep him in mind. <laughs> All right, uh, Luigi. Anything you'd like to say to the RAWS fans right now, going into tomorrow's Immortal? Well, all I have to say is just watch uh, tomorrow Immortal because I'm gonna do something that no one's ever done before. Hmm. All right. All right. I like You're it. going to shut Red Dragon up? Uh, that, no, I don't have a match, so I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is the impossible. I think that, that's the imp- that Yeah, that would be the impossible j- dream there, too. But anyhow, good luck to you tomorrow, Luigi. I mean that. I want to see, see you come out of Immortal. Uh, victorious in one way or the other. All right? All right. Thank you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Luigi Morrell, he is ready for Immortal 6 tomorrow. Let's talk to now uh, one of our favorite people. Uh, he's an R.A.W.F. Powerball GM uh, and uh, all-around good guy. He is the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Razor. Good evening, Razor. Evening. Oh, you, Razor, you, you, you okay? You sound a little, you sound a little bummed. You're not supposed. Nobody's supposed to be bummed. He mortals tomorrow. It's the, it's that time of year, Razor. What what's up? Well, L.A. If you had to stand out in the hall outside your office trying to get in it for hours, but you couldn't because somebody changed security around here. I mean, look. Look at the chat, L.A. Somebody is obviously... Obviously, they've they've come in here and changed everything. My key doesn't work to my office. I think we need to raise <laughs> judge's security level. Uh, well, Razor, we'll get it all sorted out. I promise you. You know, I've been kind of busy planning for tomorrow's immortal. I guess maybe some things have been. Uh, been neglected. I promise you. Once once Immortal's done, I'll get back to work on figuring out the security and, and all that good stuff. But you have a job for tomorrow. You're supposed to be helping uh, Judgment plan this halftime show. I'm assuming that that I'm I'm assuming you you you've been the voice of reason, right? You, you've you've explained to him, uh, you know, not to go too crazy and and and, and embarrass REWF tomorrow. L.A., all I can say is I've tried, but judge is judge, and you know how judge is. That's not good enough, um, Razor. No, no, you can't just say that. No, that's not no, – don't tell him. You didn't let him do stuff, did you? He didn't. Huh? I, I've only suggested that we get Selena, you know. I mean, she's obviously deceased, but I thought that – you know, if we could get some clips of that, that that would be nice. Uh, uh, other than that, I really don't know what. I mean, he's talked about getting Bill Cosby. Uh, <laughs> you're not exactly install, instilling me with confidence here, Razor. I mean, seriously. So we're gonna... Oh, crap. Judge. Judge. Hey, I'm Adidas. What's happening? I'm, be- I'm begging Razor. you. Razor. 
what, 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 what are you begging me for? What the hell? You don't have to beg me. What you got? Look, I'm counting down. I have less than what twelve hours here. Well, no, you actually have. What what what, what am I? More what, like what, what, what are you begging me? For? You have like nineteen hours, but I mean. Okay, El Vega, <sighs> how you doing, El Vega? What 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 are you what what are you begging me for? What 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 are you begging? I am pray, I'm asking. I, I I I gave you this job. I gave you the job of planning the halftime show. Your last official act here at REWF as 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 an official. Oh, it's R-E-W-F. good. It's gonna be good. You promise me it's gonna be good. That you're you know maybe. Sure. You Have I ever let you down? You, ever let you down before, El Vaca, has he ever left me down? Uh, I don't think that's strong enough a word. Mm. Here. Thank you. You're very welcome. I have never let you down, and I'm not going to let you down tomorrow night. And plus, it was Razor. Razor signed off on everything. I mean, you trust him, and he signed off on everything, so he's like... Oh, Judge! What's up, what's up Razor? Now, I have tried to talk L.A. into giving you back your security clearance so we can get things straight back around this place, but I think it's going to be great. I got no idea what you got going on. I haven't signed off on anything. Here, I'm Dave. Look, check it out. It's clear right here on all these contracts. You see Razor. Well, he misspelled Razor right there. He put R Razor. But yeah, and it's, it's, it's his signature. They're all his. No need to worry. He misspelled. He never. He doesn't misspell his name. You're the one who misspells people's names. He was nervous. He was nervous. He was. He was in the middle of stardom. So that's 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 why he messed up his name because he was in the middle of all these stars. <sighs> okay. But anyway, I, I, mean, I got a surprise for you. Oh, pretty. Because you remember know, I said last week. Remember, I said last week I had surprises for people. Yes. Yes, I do. I, I got surprise. First of all, El Bacon. I have something to do, sir. Because you know you, you you've been around here for quite some time now. See, you need something more immaculate than what you have. So I'm giving you my dressing room. Um, it includes the hot tub and everything. You'll love is it. Is it going to be sterilized you know. first? It's, it's, it's sterilized. The, the crew is down there now removing my stuff. They're going to sterilize it. You'll have a nice big big dressing room for the superstar that you are. Wow. Uh, gracias, I guess. And Razor. Razor, Razor. My yes, buddy. Sir. For everything that you've done, I release all the chairs back to you. You can have all the chairs back. But judge, they're 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 damaged. They have imprints of your skull on them. That's why they're collector's edition for you. You're gonna love them. You're gonna love them. Well, I guess he's got a point there. I could make a profit off of that. You can, you can, you can. And last but not least, Amadeus. 
in, hmm. back in 2011 when if I you decided, tell me you're leaving me if you tell me you're leaving me listen, Gigi the vagina you're, you know, I don't want it you know you know I'm I'm keeping Gigi okay in 2011 when I decided to build this 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 building and and, and sign it over to you I've been a loyal person, person. bachelor, bachelor. Attendant. attendant GM whatever you want to call it you have you've been exactly. outstanding you've been an outstanding CEO so I'm giving you your last bill for my duties and I'm giving you my Lego set because I know how much you like to play with Legos you can have all my Legos all, all, and all, all your Legos? All the Legos. And then, of course, you need this right here. The keys to RAWF. Okay. Because after tomorrow night, when I beat Salix, and I, and, and I, I, I watched this guy get crippled, fall down, and end up getting crippled. I don't want to be responsible for him. But you know, sadly, just because I'm a nice guy and I and I try to be the the the, the type of guy that, that that you need to be, I'm going to I'm going to hire you a nurse. So, Bubs, my precious Bubs. I'm going to hire you to take care of Salik while he's recovering. <laughs> because you're one of you're you're outstanding bones. But not all but see bones, I also got you a partner in Raven. So you and Raven get to take care of get to take care of Salik. Yeah. And you guys get a sports car. So there you go. Everybody gets everybody gets something. Um, the um, halftime show is going to be awesome. There, well, I'm the, sorry. Uh, some of the tour buses are even pulling I'm, up. Judge, I'm, I'm sorry. I have I have to speak up for 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 one of those nurses because I know she has no no desire to do that. And plus, she's a very busy person. Raven, I can't. You can't have Raven do it because she's very busy helping me in our AWF and with all the day to day duties. You're going to have to find somebody else to help Bubs. Maybe you know, maybe Money Sue. Oh, you know, money suit would be a great one, but no, I think I'll find someone a little bit better. That would be Kitty Cat over here. Maybe she can help me. I don't think that's going to happen. She's pretty busy, too. Oh, okay. Well, money suit and Bubs, then. There you go. All right. <laughs> Trying to get us uh, in trouble. Hey, well, now, Mike. Just want everyone to know it's time for Powerball to start up again. I am posting the link into the chat into the scene, so get in there and guess your numbers before the deadline is up. All right, Powerball, getting to get your numbers. But Amadeus, it had it has been a true honor, privilege to be part of RAWF. And I just hate that you're going to have to pay these hospital bills for Salik when I when I when they're, when they're crippling. I mean, it's, it's just going to be so sad. The amount of therapy that this guy is going to have to endure. And uh, I 
There you go. All right. At any who judge, um, tomorrow your final match, scaffold match against Salik. Is it going to be bittersweet for you wrestling your final match tomorrow? It is. It is, and it's, 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 I'm going up against going up against someone who I think is who who, who you know I haven't haven't fought in a, in a long time. Um, everybody's like, oh, you, you, why didn't you pick Griffith or or why didn't you go after Paragon or or go after one? You know, yeah, I I, I, I could have chose you know one of them. I could have chose Bubs or somebody, but. I, I wanted something different, you know. I, as much respect as I have for Paragon and Griffith and Bubs and everyone, they 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 got they got bigger matches to worry about besides mine. So that, that's you know I, I wasn't going to interfere with some with with the bigger matches that that they have going on. So so I, I chose you know the random generator it wasn't me it was really the random generator that, and plus the generator that, that, that chose him not me alright but it's it's, it's, well, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting because we've done a lot here in IWF it's just been fun alright Good luck to you tomorrow, Judge. We will see Judgment in the ring for the final time tomorrow at Immortal 6. L.A., I've been informed that the link in the chat doesn't work. So, folks, you may just have to copy and paste in your browser when you get a chance. Yep. Yep, you certainly can. You certainly can, ladies and gentlemen. There's a copy and paste chat now, apparently. (sighs) All right. Thank you, Judge. And, you know, I I appreciate everything you've done over the years. Believe it or not, even if some of it cost me millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Didn't he blow up Billy Joel's house? I'm trying to forget the bad stuff right now and have a moment. Okay. That's oh, and then I got right. Jimi Hendrix's guitar at the at the Hall of Fame last year because I thought it was us. We could use it. Hmm. You still mm-hmm. have that in your bedroom? No, I don't. Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, Judgment in his final match tomorrow in in RAWF at a Mortal Six Say Lake Scaffold match. Good luck, Judge. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to talk to the man who will be front and center for Immortal. He is going to be there for quite a bit. I count at least five matches for him tomorrow night, including the main event. He's got a tough road to hoe, as he always does, but this is the biggest pay-per-view of the year. This is what he's been living for all year. He is the one and only. Amen. 
recognize that I am not alive. I survive, I'm the dance in the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline, everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal, I'm the reason that the day turns Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness joining us. Good evening, Paragon. Holy crap, LA. You talk about it all year long. You you try to prepare, you get get yourself as pumped up as, as you possibly can, and then when you stand on the precipice of immortal, you realize there is no amount of preparation. There is no amount of psyching yourself up that can truly describe or prepare you for the grandeur that is ahead of you. Immortal six the biggest show in R.A.W.F. history, at least five matchups. My God, what a time in sports and in this business. It's Paragon, I mean... Feel it? It, it feels big. I, it, it feels big. It certainly does feel big. You have, indeed, one, two, three, four, five big matches tomorrow at Immortal. You are... That is... Uh, that means you will be out in uh, in the ring five different times. Two of them against the same person. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's start with, first of all, Grand Slam Baseball Championship. Hobo Ezekiel has held that title since, since its inception. Uh, how important is that match for you to become the next Grand Slam Baseball Champion? Well, you know, it's it's actually... it's. Immortal is the one night a year that I try to prioritize the World Heavyweight Championship. I try to make sure that my head is focused on the prize coming out of the main event of the biggest show of the year. That Those, those kind of moments, moments where you have the one match at the main event of the biggest show, those are career-defining moments. And it's so so usually I would say maybe I'm a little bit – less looking at this Grand Slam baseball, but I actually have a personal investment in this one. And that's, that's what's going to drive this match because you see that very first Grand Slam baseball championship, the one that he in fact won the championship on, there was a triple threat match and Hobo Ezekiel did not win that triple threat match. It was a three-way tie Hobo Ezekiel has been holding this championship since day one on a technicality. He was awarded a championship for a match that he did not win. And while I and, – and you can confirm this. I, I have no problem revealing that. Last week I told you that I had a conversation with you about how there were two people on this roster that I thought deserved that main event spot opposite me at Immortal. Uncle Frank was one and Hobo Ezekiel was the other person that I had said I would have loved to have seen in the main event of Immortal. This is no ill will towards Hobo Ezekiel. It's it's more of a dispute with the situation. I feel like this championship, to establish its legacy, to make it an, 
official championship going forward. I beat him in that triple threat match. He knows that I did. There was a, It ended up being a tie. He was awarded it on technicality. I'm sure that Hobo himself would agree that he would love to beat the man who beat him in that inaugural triple threat match and solidify any kind of doubt or any kind of controversy on it. That championship belongs to Hobo Ezekiel. And I, I mean, honestly, like I said, I would love to see him do it, but you know me even if I have to face a workload of 10 matches at a pay-per-view, I always give it my all every single time. I'm never going to shy away from putting in maximum effort in any matchup. So I would love to see Hobo walk out with this championship, but I would love to see myself walk out with this championship just a little bit more. All right, let's move on to the multimedia title match against Tigress. Um, your thoughts on facing Tigress that for that multimedia championship? Uh, this is actually an interesting one. The multimedia championship I've actually held it for quite some time now. It's it's been a pretty lengthy run. It, if any match on this card feels like the match that I might lose, this is the one. I feel like there's been a healthy run with the multimedia championship. And Tigress is somebody who's actually very familiar with me. I, I kind of have a bad gut feeling about this one because Tigress, uh, I don't, I mean, you know this, but I don't know if the people at large know this. I never stopped training. In fact, I mean, just today, before we got onto our radio show, I competed in over 100 matchups. That's how hard and intense I train for every single pay per view. I, go absolutely insane with the amount of work that I do. And Tigress is somebody who, while not inside the RAWF ring, is somebody who I genuinely might face more often than anybody else in this business. I'm talking two, three, four, five times on a daily basis I take on Tigress. So she is very familiar with the way that I perform and with my types of strategies. She's seen me when I'm testing out new things and she knows where I fail and where I succeed. And I think that if she applies herself, this could be a hell of a night for her and it's going to be a very long match for me. All right. Let's talk about the tag team championship. You and Knox Boogie will try to regain the tag team championships from the Teflon Sheik and Luke Hero for hire. How much? How much does it mean to you to get those tag? How much do you really hunger for the get those tag titles back? Well, it's it's actually here's the thing, and I I do stand by this statement. I I said this earlier, and I. You know, the, the Terror Inc. people, they, they came into this company, they immediately tried to gun for the throne, and they were swatted back down. I, you know, I decisively beat Teflon Sheik for the world championship. Uncle Frank decisively knocked Teflon Sheik out of the world title contention on, on many different occasions. We've batted them back down. We forced them to a more realistic place on the card, build towards trying to take out the Brotherhood. But... The fact remains that they did capture those tag team championships. And while he probably wouldn't say that out loud, Knox Boogie, my tag team partner, he joined this company 
for one reason and one reason only, and that was to win those tag team championships. That title means more to him than any other championship. And, uh, I mean, I'm not going to make excuses. Uh, Teflon Sheik and Luke Cage, they did, in fact, defeat us clean, fair and square, one, two, three, in the middle of the ring. Um, And I placed that blame entirely on myself. I think I said this at the beginning of the month. I, I put that burden on my own shoulders. I underestimated the... Well, I underestimated Luke Cage, actually. So I, I've gone on record before about Teflon Sheik. I don't think that he is quite the star that he thinks that he is. I don't think he's as good as he says that he is. But I lumped in Luke Cage at the, at the same level, and it turns out Luke is actually much better than Sheik. Uh, the, guy, the guy, you know, he's the hired muscle, but I think that there's a lot more brain than you think with this muscle guy because – Luke has really impressed me, and he's really shown me a lot of a lot of heart that I didn't think that he was going to show. And I think that maybe one day when he breaks free from the shackles of Teflon Sheik, Luke Cage might actually be a star in the making. So not only would I love to win these championships back for Knox Boogie and for myself as Dungeons & Dragons have never failed to recapture the tag team championship immediately upon losing them, but I... I'm interested in this from a historical standpoint. I would love to be able to look back on this one day when Luke Hero for Hire has become a world champion and be like, that was a that was one of the building block matches where Luke began to ascend to the top. All right. Well, now from that, we move on to two matches. Uh, Uncle Frank won the Arsehole of the Month. Meaning, not only will he be facing you in the main event for the World War Championship, he's also going to be challenging you for the Men's Championship, both titles you covet. Uh, so, I don't even know. I, the situation is certainly highly unusual for the biggest pay-per-view of the year. Concern level for you that you're going to have to face Frank not one, once, not once, but twice in one night tomorrow night well you know concerning the men's championship i think that uncle frank has constantly shown this will to fight and this this inability to stay down and i think that that has always been a strength of his and while he generally fails when the big limelight's on he never gives up and that's shown in the endurance he's focusing on this world championship match yet he's still able to fight through the entire roster of men in this company to win the arsehole tournament and challenge for the men's championship. There is so much fight in uncle Frank, but then we talk about the main event and, you know, first of all, I would love to give you a huge round of applause because you're pulling off a feat that has never before been done in this sport. Immortal this year is going to be broken up into eight smaller shows so that all of the overblown didn't make it can claim that they're the real main event. It's very nice of you to have their feelings in mind and not let them accept reality. Uh, Very polite of you, very courteous. Uh, That being said, the main event, the one and the only main event, Uncle Frank versus Paragon of Greatness. What a story has it become. Yeah. From about a year and a half ago, Uncle Frank was this guy, the fourth member of the Opaque Brotherhood, this mute, 
psycho monster that people were afraid to look at. And he came into this this story that he liked to call the evolution of a monster. You know, he he embraced who he was. He he stopped hiding from what he was. He you know he changed the way that he looked. He stopped trying to fit in with everybody else, and that's what made him stand out. You know, no longer trying to be what what he thought the world wanted to be, and just being himself. And and that's really that's what we can ask of everyone. That's that's what is important to all people and that's what's endeared him so much to our crowd. You know, he, he's not pretending anymore. He, he is, he is uncle Frank unabashedly and unashamed. He is him. And I think that everybody looks at uncle Frank and they see it. They see that. And it's inspiring. You know, it, it shows you, you can be this hideous monster, but that doesn't mean you have to hide from society. You can, maybe not be the smartest person in the world, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay silent. It does you you can be from the worst possible upbringing, the worst possible story of your life, and you can work hard and you can overcome. And I think that in a lot of ways, he's caught fire in a way that I, I don't know if I ever have. And that's, that's kind of the concern for me going into this pay-per-view match because, honestly, Uncle Frank is the story of this pay-per-view. I, I may have five matches. I may be front and center. I may be the franchise player at the moment, but Uncle Frank is the story that matters at Immortal. Uncle Frank is the story that has captivated all of our fans worldwide and has given people all of this investment to care, and I couldn't be more proud of him. And that's why it's it's going to devastate me to have to shut him down at the pay-per-view. I mean, we've seen him try time and time again, and you have to applaud. You have to feel for how much heart and how much determination Uncle Frank has, that he'll never give up, that he's going to keep trying. But he, it's just it's not going to be his day against me. He's going to have to find a different opponent on a different day at a time when he has a chance. And it kills me to say that. I don't mean to be, well, mean to him, but it's already been proven decisively on two separate occasions. Uncle Frank cannot defeat me for the World Heavyweight Championship. Well, I have to butt in here. I'm sorry. How many times did you lose to me before you finally took that belt? Do not uh, underestimate him. From one champion to another, do not underestimate him. Every time he gets in that ring with you, he is learning. Learn from my mistake, Paragon. Don't get cocky. Actually, uh, it's a very good point. I really, really didn't want to bring that up uh, because, well, it's it's hard for me to say because it's the one angle that I could possibly look at this where I think – Uncle Frank might have a chance. And as a champion, Adam Mortal, the biggest show of the year, you never want to admit that your opponent has a chance. But Griff's right. The the story of Paragon and Griffith in a lot of ways is now mirroring the story of Paragon and Uncle Frank. Uh, he keeps trying. He will not give up. He will not die. He's in the relentless pursuit to gain that championship, and he's caught fire with the fans. People want to see this story 
finally unfold and have the hero finally hold this championship high. And, you know, LA, does that story sound a little bit familiar? Yes, yes, it does. But Paragon, it does seem like the fans are divided uh, between you and Uncle Frank. It's true. Um, and they're not the only ones. It seems like those, even someone very close to both of you is also divided, as he uh, made an er- early prediction earlier this week. Uh, it's, and that is your brother, Killer Neptune. He said his, brain, his head says it, you sh- will win, but his heart says Frank will win. Uh, he had additional comments as well that I'm going to play for you now. Ladies and gentlemen, a statement from the one and only Killer Neptune. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of the greatness. It was the age of the monster. It was the epic of the old god. It was the epic of the gravedigger. It was the season of the fallen. It was the season of the horror. It was the spring of excellence. It was the winter of the titan. We have everything to gain. We have everything to lose. We were on the road to heaven. We were on the road to hell. In short, a mortal is upon us, and the time for a tale of two heroes to unfold is now. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Killa Neptune, and I am here to advocate on behalf of the Gravedigger, the Horror of the Hills, the Mad Titan, Uncle Frank. One week ago, Paragon of Greatness told the world why Uncle Frank deserves to be in the main event of Immortal, and why Uncle Frank deserves to be the world heavyweight champion. Thanks for doing my job, Paragon. So tonight, I'm going to flip the script, and I'm going to advocate as to why Paragon of Greatness deserves to walk out of Immortal with the belt. Paragon is R.A.W.S. As his brother, I can tell you that this is no gimmick. Both inside and outside of that ring, he eats, sleeps, breathes, and damn sure bleeds R.A.W.S. There isn't a time that he steps between the ropes when he isn't representing every single one of the fans around the world or every single one of the wrestlers in the back. That's right. I'm talking about you, listener. I don't care if you love him or hate him. Paragon of Greatness stands for you. It doesn't matter how foul you have been to him or if you are his own brother. Paragon of Greatness will shed his blood every single time in your name if somebody came after the R.A.W.F. name. Paragon told the world how Uncle Frank is a symbol of hope for the everyman, proof that no matter what you look like or how you were raised, where you come from, or what language you speak, there is a hero inside all of us, and anyone can make it. And while we appreciate that you have hoisted the mantle upon Uncle Frank, we would be remiss if we didn't credit you, Paragon, for blazing that trail. You are the original symbol of hope. The original proof that hard work and dedication can make anyone become the face of the company. However, Paragon of Greatness is the hero that R.A.W.F. deserves, but he is not the hero they need right now. Uncle Frank has caught fire, and even in the most resilient of warriors cannot stop the momentum. I'm sure you have noticed it, Paragon. No matter how much you sacrifice for them, the pop just isn't as loud as it used to be, is it? It's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. In fact, you've done everything right. But another hero has risen 
and this one has a darker edge, a more compelling story, a reason for them to unite behind the non-traditional option. There is a reason most people resent Superman but love Batman. There is a reason that Captain America is universally the worst Avenger, but everyone loves Tony Stark. Your mistake, Paragon, was not making any mistakes. When people see a squeaky clean symbol of virtue, it repels them. Don't deny it. You can see it every day. The cheers are loud, but not like Frank's. The merch still flies off the shelves, but not as fast as Frank's. You come on to After Hours every single week and profess how much you are willing to give for each and every person in the back. And when you read the chat, you see people ignoring you to have a pie fight or a cookie party or whatever other distraction they can have proving they aren't even paying attention to a single word you're saying. Or worse, those who are reacting, they're talking about how they want to see you lose. The very people you sacrifice for want to see you burn. The world is no longer a place for the spotless Superman. They want a hero with a little blood on their hands. They want someone who's a little messed up in the head. They want someone with an edge. They want someone like Uncle Brank. Paragon, tomorrow is a tale of two heroes. But for the first time in your career, you're not the hero people want to see. Good luck. That was R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer Killa Neptune, the brother of Paragon of Greatness, member of the Opaque Brotherhood. Paragon, your thoughts after hearing what Killa had to say? You know, I, I want to. I wanted to make a joke. In fact, while he was talking, I already had this joke loaded up. I was going to say, "Oh, uh, Uncle Frank has caught fire." I knew I heard that from somewhere, but then. Um, you know what he said it, it actually hit me it it dawned on me that what he's saying is actually right and and it is unfortunate uh, it is a situation uncle frank is is the hero of the moment he's he's caught on in a way that is is unique it's organic the fans love him they want to see the the little guy finally succeed and i know it's strange the little guy the 6 foot 8 monster but that's what he is. He's 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 the little engine that could. You know, he keeps trying, he keeps trying, he keeps failing. They just want to see him finally succeed. They want to see Charlie Brown finally kick the football. And I get it. And I want to see it too. That's the thing. And I can't let that kind of feeling interfere with how I'm going to wrestle the match. Uncle Frank has worked so hard to get to this moment. But this is immortal. You know, if this were, were any other pay-per-view, I would probably, I would probably tell you I want Uncle Frank to win this match. I, of course, would never let Uncle Frank win this match, but I would tell you point blank, I want Uncle Frank to beat me. But this is immortal. I can't, how many times do you have the opportunity to walk out of the main event of Immortal as the world heavyweight champion, let alone in two consecutive years. That's the kind of legacy-building thing that maybe only happens once in a lifetime. Uncle Frank has has done so much, and it's true. The, the fans are probably going to be more on Uncle Frank's side than mine going into this pay-per-view, and that, that does hurt. And the people in the back, they're definitely going to be on Uncle Frank's side rather than mine. And, you know, that hurts a little bit, too. It's 
my whole thing is that I'm always sacrificing for RAWF. I'm always sacrificing for this roster. I'm trying to do my best to represent all of you. And that's exactly what I'm going to do because any one of us in this main event, any one of our fans in this main event may love to see Uncle Frank win in the moment, but you can't be a prisoner of the moment. You have to understand what RAWF is and understand the legacy that this company is going to leave on sports entertainment. And when you look back in the history books of what has happened in RAWF, Paragon of Greatness is going to be an important face in what built this company and what helped raise everybody up. The high tide raises all ships. And Uncle Frank, he, he's, a, he's a solid hand. He's a great player to be on the roster. But he's, he's not going to be any kind of long-term solution as a main event player. And I hate to say that, but Frank Frank's hot now, but two months from now, three months from now, people are going to forget about this entire Frank run. And I hate that I have to be the one to end it. We will find out tomorrow at Immortal 6 whether you can actually accomplish that. Uh, sir, I, Frank, not only take you on for the World of Weight Championship, but the men's title as well. So it, it will be a very interesting evening for you at Immortal 6. But I'm, I'm, I, I have a feeling that you expected that all along. So we will find out. Tomorrow it is the big one, ladies and gentlemen, Immortal 6. We have the Xanther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. We'll start at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will hit the button in the middle of our radio program, which will start at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to start our annual uh, mega tournament. It is going to be huge. It is going to be an epic uh, tournament. So far, as I said earlier, 137 people have joined. I will make sure that I... uh, send out more messages tomorrow. Maybe we can get it up to 150 if we're lucky. Uh, 50 million coins to the winner of this tournament. 3,000 wrestler bucks, an Eaton Beaver entrance video. An entrance video by Eaton Beaver, sorry. Let me rephrase that. The first kind of sounded weird. Uh, A promo pick from Mrs. Utaker and a company. Runner-up gets 20 million coins, 1,500 wrestler bucks, a promo pick from Mrs. Utaker and a company. Two se- each semifinalist will get 10 million coins, 1,000 wrestler bucks. Quarter, four quarter finalists will each get 5 million coins and 500 wrestler bucks. And then a random participant in the tournament <clears throat> will get uh, an undisclosed amount from the one and only Susie the Elf as a, 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 of, of wrestler bucks. So uh, we will. I won't know her. It won't be able to give you a total until until the end of the tournament. So, uh, at anywho, that is the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, and then of course tomorrow night will be the announcement of the new of this year's class of the RAWF Hall of Fame. As I said, the Hall of Fame committee has made their decisions. Uh, and it is final, and we will be announcing that tomorrow night right here on Blog Talk Radio. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go around the horn and see if anybody wants to promote anything. 
I'll start with the lovely Jerrica Page. Page, is there anything you would like to promote tonight? If you're still with us. Page. There is. I'm, I'm like, don't, don't, don't start with me, Ellie. Two things. Razor, I need your chair tomorrow. I have to have it in the corner just because I can, so I can ram somebody's head into it a couple times. Second thing. God only knows why I'm doing this. I, I, I think I may have gotten a little too drunk and decided to do it. But the one, the only, the incredibly talented me is finally jumping off the, the I'm not ever going to do it, and I'm opening my own company. Uh, as of right now, I'm thinking promo storyline-based, Wicked Asylum. More to come on that one. Hmm. You've never owned a company before? No, I've GM'd in a lot of them, but I've never had my own. Okay. Wow. I did not realize that. I, I, uh, so going to going to jump off that cliff, are you? Well, good luck to you mm-hmm. on that. From somebody who knows a little something about re- owning a company, I, uh, let me know if you need a need need, need a little advice. All I right. will do. All right. I now turn to Luigi Mario. Anything you'd like to promote tonight, Luigi? Um, yeah, just, uh, uh, more will mark the last time we'll see Aggie in a wrestling ring. All right. As always, Sibeli pr- promotes her ass and her boobage, so thank you, Sibeli, for that. She, of course, still on injured reserve as, as of right now. Uh, Coogs, is there anything you would like to promote tonight? If you're still Just with the us. fact that Buzz will be making peanut butter. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Yep. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Just the fact that Buzz will be making peanut butter tomorrow, and I'm mm-hmm. requesting that spicy taco man use it to make menudo. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I could do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Razor, is there anything you would like to promote tonight? Yeah, I'd like to promote Jerrica's match tomorrow. If she is as truly as sadistic as I know she can be, it's something you do not want to miss. All right. Thank you, Razor. Shifty, 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 shifty. Are you still there? Nope. Okay, currently he's uh, shift eight up himself along, so Shifty, we'll see you tomorrow. Judge, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yeah, I'm going to promote two things real quick. Uh, first of all, Jerrica, if you run your company like UGM, we know it'll be a short run. But Shut up, Judgey. Anyway, um, I got a question for Paragon. 
And I know Paragon's taking up half of the matches tomorrow night at Eddie Mortal, and I wish him the best of luck in all the matches. But Paragon, is there one match that you that that you want to to see Eddie Mortal that, that you know that you're not in? Which is God, is he in all of them? I think he is. There's six God, matches. He's in five. So yeah, okay. He's in, there's one match left. I guess we'll take this opportunity to do Paracon's special match of the week. Uh, And this week it's going to be a very special match of the week because it's going to be two matches of the week. Look forward to Adam Mortal, the dragon going for the dragon, and the hobo going for the hobo. Two marquee matches on a stacked card. It's a great show. This may be the best Immortal that we've ever had. Make sure to check in and chime into the show tomorrow. It's going to be, even if we have chat problems, it's a big show. You know, I usually don't make these. I'm going to try my best to make the pay-per-view show itself. Uh, You know, Hall of Fame announcements, uh, Immortal, there's a lot more to talk about. Tomorrow night, we're going to have another show. Please show up. All right, I now turn to the greatest voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon. Well, since the show tomorrow, everybody's promoting the big pay-per-view, but I'm also going to be promoting the Hall of Fame. I am so excited. I know you guys are too, but I'm really excited. and I'm so excited. You know what? I'm going to do something nice. I'm going to use – oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I need to sit down. I might faint. I'm going to use some of my own money uh, and cover Midnight Hobo Popcorn. One free Midnight Hobo for anybody that's halfway sane enough to drink it. Uh, Shifty, of course, gets all he wants. Uh, And uh, there will also be in the arena somewhere a secret envelope for somebody... Maybe in front row, maybe in the middle tiers, and maybe up in the back seat, up in the nosebleeds. You never know. There will be an envelope that, uh, well, every one of them's going to have it, but one of them will have a, a front row ticket that I have reserved out of my, the kindness of my own heart so that you can be at the front row cheering me on as I defeat the Immortal One Griffith. For the Platinum Dragon Championship. Thank you. Have a great night. You're welcome. All right. Griffith, is there anything you would like to promote tonight? Friends, family, members of the RAWF universe, do you find yourself constantly barraged by the egos of everyone around you who forget who the fuck you are? Well, if you do, you must be me. Because let me remind you motherfuckers who I am. I am the fucking immortal one. And I run this fucking place. If you have a title, it's because I allow it. If you have a record, it's because I allowed it. If you get in that ring and walk out on your own volition, it's because I allowed it. Tomorrow, I take down a dragon. After that... Who knows who I'll set my sights on. Alrighty, thank you, Griffith. Um, Paragon, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, no, I think I, I think I covered it. Just show up to the show up to the radio show tomorrow. It's going to be a big show. There's still a lot to cover with Immortal. Uh, 
hell of a pay-per-view. Congratulations, LA. I think you may have topped yourself this year. All right. Judge, anything you'd like to promote? Did I, I already asked him? Okay. I've been told. I've already, I already done asked it. You. I can do it again if you want me to ask you that. Okay, do it again. Do it again. Is there anything? We got okay, I want to promote. I'm, I'm going to promote the little garden gnomes with the little pointy hats. They come in handy on a horny night when you're alone and you have nobody else to play with. Okay, thank you very much. And finally, last but not least, my co-host, the awesome L Vacant. Uh, for the record, uh, I don't need him to allow me to sell tacos. Uh, I just do that shit. <laughs> um, but uh, see, so remember, uh, tomorrow at the pay-per-view, at any one of the doorways, you can go up and first $29.99. You can get your special immortal promo card, and that means for the rest of the day, you can come up and show the card and get as many tacos as you like. That's right. No. $29.99, all the tacos you can eat. Ooh. The Pepto, however, will be much more expensive. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, tune in tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network with our brand-new state-of-the-art chat. <clears throat> and to find out who will be going into the RAWF Hall of Fame 2019, who – and, and – We'll talk more about all of these matches tomorrow night as well, ladies and gentlemen. If I can, and if I can figure out this chat, I'll try to put in some tips for it somewhere uh, for y'all to be able to log in. I know there were several people that couldn't even talk in this chat tonight that really wanted to. So, ah, with that being said, you know what? There's just something, Mommy Dad. That may have been a that may have been a sign. What's that? If you wanted to talk in the chat and you couldn't, and it may have been a sign that you wasn't supposed to. That's it. Well, it depends on who all was trying and couldn't get in. Uh, I won't name names, but there's a few that we wouldn't have minded not getting in. At any rate, ladies oh, really? and gentlemen, this, yeah, just a couple, one or two, or three or four. At any rate, <coughs> you all right there? You okay? I hate when it goes down the wrong hole At any who Ladies and gentlemen We'll be back tomorrow um, yeah. For everybody here yeah, tonight This has Oh god See? I want to buy one of those cards I want to buy one of those all you can eat cards And I want to send it to Salix locker room uh, Okay Put it on the WF credit card. <laughs> here you go. Here's the card. Yeah, we'll let, me, let me set up my square here for a moment. Okay. Let me see. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been REWF After Hours tomorrow night. Immortal Six, biggest pay-per-view of all time. We'll see you then. Good night, everybody. <laughs>